Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. How are you? How are you doing? What has been going on? Hope everybody is well. Hope you're all feeling good. Um, yeah, so welcome. Talking to the Mike podcast. So we had a bit of a mess around with the episode count. Um, technically, this should be episode 21. But when I posted the episode last week, I put episode 21. So this will be 22. So technically we're 21 episodes in but this will be number 22 so yeah a bit of a stuff around on my part but yeah getting a little bit ahead of myself so as i said welcome episode 22 of talking to the mic podcast so like i said hope everybody's well hope you're all doing good hope uh, you had a good start to your week hope you had a good weekend so let's get stuck into it what are we Seven thirty-one on the 1st of august we are well and truly into the end of the year. It's pretty much all going downhill from now. So, yeah. So let's get uh, let's get stuck into it. And uh, yeah. Um, so I made up a new logo for the podcast. Nothing fancy. Um, I thought I'd give Canva a try. Um, watched a couple of tutorials on how to do it and put one out there. I think it's a little bit better, a little bit more colourful than the last one. The last one was just a white background with an emoji that. I think looks like me and just my the name of the podcast this one's similar but it's got a picture of a mic it's got a little bit more color and yeah, it looks a bit better yes if you guys look at it you can see the canva watermark I use the free version of canva I wasn't going to pay for it um, so yeah maybe when the podcast build up we'll get a better one and a watermark free one but for now yeah so check it out let me know what you think I like it simple basic so yeah, thought I'd put that out there. Um, so as I said, I hope everyone had a good weekend. It's been a while since I've jumped on again. I know I'm not very consistent. Um, yeah, just shit happens. So, but yes, um, so I'll go over some stuff that happened the previous week and then this weekend. And then we'll go over some stuff that I've been uh, writing down, jotting some notes down and stuff. So not this weekend, but last weekend. Um, my missus had her first event for her new business, her Treasured Moments Grazing Platters. Um, she had her first event. She got booked by a lady she knows. They had a, another company booked, but they ended up canceling for some reason. So um, she didn't realize that my missus was doing it. And yeah, she jumped on and said, yep, sweet, I'll book you, done. Uh, it was for her 40th birthday. And yeah, they did a really good job. Her and her friend, her business partner, whatever, did a really good job. I thought the way they set out the platters, the way they did the food, it just looked really, really good. It was really professional. They did really, really well. Um, all the people at the party were happy. The, what would you call her? The, <laughs> the birthday girl or the host, um, they were pretty happy. So yeah, go check it out. Um, Treasured Moments Grazing Platters. Uh, you need an event or you got something coming up, give them a go on the Gold Coast. So yeah, but yeah, I was really proud of her. She did really well. Um, then, so that was obviously the Saturday and then I was on kid duty because I've obviously got my three kids. Her friend has two kids, so I was stuck at home on kid duty. So yeah, as you can imagine, that was pretty fun having five kids. Five kids and one toddler, four kids and one toddler. So yeah. So yeah, that was pretty fun. Um, and then yeah, the Sunday we went to the went to the Paradise Point 
beachfront markets. And at the time, we didn't realize, but they were the pet markets. So all dog stalls, things like that. Um, but it was cool. It was a beautiful day. Got to walk around. Paradise Point, if you've ever been there on the Esplanade area and around the park area. It's a really, really beautiful area. Um, really cool with the park. Really kid-friendly. And um, obviously, being the dog markets, there were freaking dogs everywhere. Um, so yeah, my girls, especially my eldest, she's always bugging me for a dog. Um, so naturally they're walking around, oh, this one's so cute, oh, look at this one, oh. So yeah, that was, um, yeah, that was pretty good, but yeah. Um, so yeah, on the topic of dogs, when do you feel it would be appropriate to replace a dog? Well, not replace, but get another dog. Because we had a dog, uh, he was a boxer, best dog ever, like, Loyal, patient, very placid, didn't bark, was great with the kids. He just he didn't have an aggressive bone in his body. He was just a really, really good dog. Um, and yeah, we really loved him, but unfortunately he got sick and yeah, he passed away. That was three years ago, I'm going to say. My wife's probably listening to me in the other room, slapping the bloody um, wall going, no, it was longer than that or shorter than that, as I'm shocking with dates. Um, so yeah, when, when's a good time to do it? I know people were like, when we sort of, when he sort of first passed, they were like, oh, just replace him, you know, get another one, move on. And I'm like, eh, I don't know. He was too good of a dog to replace. And that's my second boxer. And he was a completely different one to my first boxer. So I don't know. Don't know, don't know, don't know. And yeah, bloody, I just jumped on Gumtree just to see. And man, dogs are expensive these days. Especially ones that, like my kids would want because they want like a, a Frenchie or a, you know, a, a, one of those type of bull, not an English bulldog, but a different type of bulldog. I think they're an Australian bulldog or a, a mixed breed bulldog. Or, yeah, I wouldn't mind another boxer, but yeah, I don't know. We'll see. But yeah, we'll cross that bridge later. No dog for now. Um, so yeah, um... What was the other thing I had to ask? Oh, that's right. What is with some parents these days with their kids at parks? Like, there was a kid there, and she was just running around, as most of the kids were, and kids will be kids. Don't get me wrong. She's running around, and she's real hyped up and everything. But my thing is, is when parents don't teach the kids manners or to wait your turn or wait in line, and they just let them push through. So like this little girl was there and there was a bloke there with his kid and the kid would have been one, maybe close to, going up the stairs. But this little girl's like really pushing past old mate to get through and sort of knocking the kid around and trying to get through. And it's like, hang on, slow down and wait your goddamn turn. And then anyway, she was there and my we went with my brother and sister-in-law and their kids and they've got a little fella. And um, yeah, he's nearly two. I think, or he's two. Fucking, see, I'm shocking with dates. I don't even know how old my nephew is. <laughs> Sorry, Darcy. Um, but yeah, he's there and he's on the slide. And then this little girl just comes and pushes him out of the way to get on the slide. And it's like my brother-in-law went up and made sure he was okay. But here the parents are just sitting there watching. Didn't say anything. Not watching the kid. Just letting it go. And I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you? So... I don't know, that's just some parents these days. I know if it was my kid, I'd be like, hey, you go and apologize 
and you wait your turn. Like, I do my best to raise my kids with manners, be respectful, and I would hope that that's what they would do. I know that's what they would do because they're pretty good kids. So, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, just one of those things. Bit of a rant there. <laughs> I was going to bring this up on a previous podcast, but I just thought about it, and I was going to bring it up last last pod, last episode. But, fellas, you got to let me know, is this just a woman thing? Now, we've all seen the memes about this, and I know for my missus it's true, but is it just a woman thing to have a ridiculously hot shower? Like, I'm talking scalding hot, like straight on hot, no cold, just soaking it all in. It it got me thinking, because I seen a meme, um, yeah, a couple of weeks ago about it, and it was literally a shower head, and it had like flames coming at it, and it was like my wife's shower. And I showed that to my missus, and she's like, oh yeah, that's about right. And I said, you think? And then a bloke I know up in um, North Queensland, he posted a similar thing on his Facebook page, and then him and I got into a bit of a discussion about it, and we were talking about it, and his missus does the same thing. So I don't know if it's just a woman thing, but yeah, my missus has ridiculously hot showers. So she's having a shower. She'll get out. I'll jump in. I have to turn the water down. Like, it's too hot. But the funniest thing is, is she'll get out of the shower and all her skin will be red and you can see that it's like, not burnt her, but kind of just surface level. And she loves it. But then I'll get in and I'll turn the water down and I'll be like, that's too hot. And then she'll put her hand in with my shower and go, oh, that's too cold. I'm like, (laughs) so yeah, I don't know. Fellas, let me know if it's a woman thing. I think it is. I know for my wife it is, so yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what do we got? Oh, so last episode, I gave a shout out to like single mums and single dads and all that, like how they, you know, keep your chin up, all that sort of stuff. But I really just wanted to do this today because I heard this on another podcast and I thought, you know what? That actually is really true. I want to give a shout out to the dads. The dads out there that are just, just grinding away, working doing what they need to do to provide for their family and just being there to do what they have to do. They're not, you know, they're not whinging and complaining like most blokes don't. You know, you get the odd one or two that are like, oh, my work sucks and having a bit of a rough time, but they don't really, we don't as blokes really sort of mean it. It's more of a joking thing. But if you're one of those blokes and you're out there and you're doing it, mate, keep your chin up and you'll get through it. Like you're doing the right thing. Um, you know, you're working, you're providing for your family, you're not out there doing the wrong thing and you're there for your kids. That's one of the things that I wanted to give a shout out to the dads who are there for their kids because I know there's a girl we know, my wife's friend, her ex-partner who she's got kids with, he's basically written them off. He's got another bird, he's got kids with this bird and he's basically written the two kids off he's got with um, my wife's friend. And he doesn't see him, doesn't call him, pays his maintenance, pays the minimum maintenance, the most littlest amount he can, and meh, he has nothing to do with him. And I just sit there and I think, man, that is so wrong. If you're a dad and you have kids and you're not in their life or you're not doing the right thing, you should have never had kids. Like, they didn't ask to be born. They didn't ask to be brought into this world. 
you obviously made the decision to have unprotected sex. So, you know, like, pull your head in. Honestly, pull your fucking head in. And, yeah, but shout out to all the dads out there doing the right thing, just grinding away. I know I am one of them. Um, I'm sort of saying this to sort of maybe give a bit of a pep talk to myself because last week, yeah, I was struggling last week. Last week was a bit of a shitty week. I don't know why, just emotionally drained and just at that point where I'm like, I just felt like you were just slogging it out and you're just in a fight that you know you couldn't win. And it was just, yeah, it was it was getting to me. The weekend was good, though. I perked up over the weekend, thought, oh, okay. So kind of giving a shout-out to all the dads, but sort of giving myself a bit of a bit of a motivation, a bit of a chin-up. So hang in there, guys. And obviously, if you're feeling bad, reach out to a mate, reach out to somebody, and have a chat with them, and hopefully they can, uh, they can help you out and perk you up a bit. Uh, what else have we got? Oh, <laughs> I came across this article. This is a couple of weeks ago now. I'm just going to bring up the uh, the screenshot here, guys, because this I just yeah, this just goes to show the way the world is going now. So I'm going to read this article, parts of it anyway. Man who hasn't stopped farting after eating a ham roll five years ago sues for two hundred pound. So obviously this is in the UK or something. Um. A man whose life has been plagued by relentless farting since eating a ham roll is suing the stall that sold it to him for £200. The man from Chippenham, Wiltshire, was visiting a Christmas market in Birmingham with his wife and kids back in 2017 when he picked up the snack. Uh, where are we? So... Yeah, so it was back in December 2017... Um, apparently, the, apparently the place got tested and there was some trace of salmonella and everything there and other people sort of got sick from it. But apparently this guy is just, he got a real bad case of food poisoning and then he got, he got quite a bad bug of salmonella and some E. coli or something. And apparently from that, he has not been able to stop farting or... Yeah, the claim the claimant's stomach continues to frequently churn noise and extent to an extent that the, his sleep becomes disturbed. The extent of the symptoms has been life changing. So, <laughs> I I don't know about you guys. I've had food poisoning before. It kind of sucks, but I don't. I'm going to keep an eye on this one because I sit there and I go, I don't know whether he'll get it. Because I look at it like if you were suing the food stall, I mean, obviously, if they're taking it to court, I'd sit there and if I was the other lawyer, I'd be like, okay, so can we look at your other lifestyle factors to make sure that this is caused by my client's bloody um, stall? Because you sit there and think like if he's got gut problems and he's fighting, it's like, dude, are you are you doing anything to stop it? Are you Are you still eating shitty ham rolls from other places or... You know, I look at it like, wow, you're farting for five years and you've got to sue someone. It's like, is that the way the world's going to go now? Just crazy. Like, honestly, I'd look at it like if I was the other place, I'd be like, okay, well, can you tell me how you live your lifestyle since then? You know, what's your diet like? What do you 
you drink and all that. Like, that could be cause, causing that stuff. Like, you just don't know, but... Anyway, I thought that was kind of funny. I had to I had to bring that one up because, yeah, I thought that was pretty funny. Just farting for five years. <laughs> His poor wife. <laughs> oh, that was funny. So, um, short and sweet episode tonight, guys. I didn't have a lot written down. Um, just going to give some uh, NRL updates on the Raiders. They had a good come from behind win two weeks ago on the Warriors, 26 to 14. Um, I didn't watch that game, but apparently the second half where they were on the comeback was a really good second half, so it was a good game. We had another win against the Titans this weekend. That was 36-14. to 14. Um, That was a pretty good game. I was pretty stoked to see the uh, the boys get up, so well done, Raiders. That was, uh, that was pretty good. So on the Rugby League, obviously, I don't know if some of you guys would have seen it, but obviously you might have heard that the tight on the Titans... The Titans captain, Kevin Proctor, has been sacked for filming himself vaping in a cubicle at halftime on one of their games a couple of weeks ago. I think it was against the Bulldogs. I, I don't know whether this is still standing or not. I should have probably looked at that and see if he is still sacked or what's going on. But I look at it like, if you're a player in... Obviously, you're followed by a lot of people. You're followed by kids. Obviously, he's put it on social media or whatever. And I think... You obviously have a lot of followers. You're kind of in the spotlight. Naturally, that is probably going to get shared or people are going to comment on it if you post that sort of thing, especially when you're on a halftime at a game and there's kids that follow you. So it's like, how did he not think he was going to get caught on that? I really don't understand that. I, I honestly sit there and I think sometimes with these celebrities and these sports people, the things they do, it's like, do they want to get caught or... I don't know, that was just weird, so, anyway, um, like I said, I should have read it, knew it more, and seen if he, if he was sacked, or if the, uh, if it still stands, so, hang on, while we're here, guys, we'll have a quick look, uh, we'll have a quick look while we're here, let's see, Sack Gold Coast Titan star Kevin Proctor set to sign. Oh, he's set to sign with Super League. So yeah, he obviously is sacked. Um, after being sacked and fined fifteen thousand dollars for a bizarre hard time incident um, against the Canterbury Bulldogs. Yeah, he's uh, Proctor has entered into talks with uh, three Super League clubs. So there you go. He's obviously going to sign. He'll obviously keep playing football. Um, but yeah, he's uh, no longer the Titans captain. So there you go. There you go. Um, now, another controversy in the football. Obviously, a lot of you probably would have seen um, and heard the whole Manly Pride jersey debacle. If you didn't, Manly brought out a Pride jersey in commemoration or whatever of the LBGTQ community, the Gay Pride Rainbow. Um, I think it was seven players basically refused to wear the jersey, refused to play the game on religious beliefs. And it's been, it copped a lot, a lot of talk. It copped a lot of um, criticism, a lot of feedback. And there's everybody's got a different opinion on it. So, you know, I mean, my opinion, and like I said, this is my opinion. It's my show, my opinion. If you don't like it, whatever. I just look at it like, okay, you want to... 
put a pride jersey out, that's fine. But I look at it like, did Manly just spring this on the players and say, hey, this is the jersey we're wearing today, knowing that I think the players that walked off, they are of Pacific Island descent. A lot of those Pacific Island guys are very heavily religious. A lot of them are Mormons or, you know, very, very big Christians. They have their beliefs. They have their certain beliefs if they're religious. So I sit there and I go, I don't... I don't feel that those boys should have been really, really looked down upon. I mean, if it's their religion, then, hey, that's their thing. You know, if you don't believe in people being gay, that's your thing. I don't have a problem with people being gay. I don't have a problem with people being trans or whatever. But if you've got religious beliefs, hey, let it go. We all have different beliefs. We all have our own thing. I just look at it like, I don't know whether Manly did the right thing or the NRL did the right thing on this one. I kind of look at it like if you know you've got players of religious beliefs and religious backgrounds, don't just throw that on them and expect to go, oh, okay, yeah, well, I'm just going to do that. No, that's their beliefs. They have very, very strong. So, I don't know. And I mean, now I think I've seen that the Manly boss said, well, the Pride jersey is going to come back next year. So... It'll be interesting to see what happens next year. Like I said, you want to do it. You know, if the NRL wants to get behind Pride Month and everything like that or a Pride thing, put some banners around the stadium or, you know, like give the players the option to wear a wristband or something like that. Like you don't have to put it on the jersey maybe. I don't know. Um, The funniest thing was is I think when this was all going down, it was the women in leagues round. So it kind of took a bit of the spotlight away from the women in leagues sort of thing away. It kind of took the spotlight off that when really it was on this controversy. And that that in itself is kind of sad because the women in league round was, it's quite a big thing. They obviously celebrate women in football. There's a lot of women in the NRL sort of organization and a lot of women in the teams, probably trainers and, you know, other sort of things. So, yeah, it kind of took a little bit away from that, I thought. But, yeah, so... Bit of controversy. I'm not going to go into too much on it because that is a red-hot topic. The old uh, gay pride and LBGTQ and all that. So, yeah, I have my opinions on that sort of thing, but I'm just, yeah, not going to go into it. I don't feel we need to. Um, It's the kind of thing that when you start speaking about that, people get very antsy if you don't believe what they sort of believe or what you say they don't feel is right you know, they get a bit funny and it's just one of those things. It's like religion and politics. You just don't talk about it with people. So yeah. Um, just wanted to give a bit of review on a Netflix show I was watching. I've watched the previous seasons of this TV show or the Netflix show. Can't really call it a TV show, but Netflix show. Um, this is one for the car guys. If you're into your cars, if you're into restoring cars and fixing up cars, um, it's called Car Masters Rust to Riches. So what it does is it follows a a workshop. Uh, it's called Gotham Garage. They basically buy rusted out cars and old scrappers and fix them up to sell them. Their basic premise is, is they get someone on the line with a particular car that they have. They say to that guy, well, what would you want to trade for that car? He says, oh, I want a hot rod. So they go out and find a hot rod, they build it to the way they think and they customize it and everything. They swap him for the car that he's got, 
they then fix that up and then they sell that for more money. So that's their basic premise behind their workshop. Um, but yeah, really cool show. I, I'm not much into the cars they do because they're very, as you can imagine, the name Gotham Garage, they're very on the whole spider webs and skulls and all that sort of stuff. I just like watching it for the engineering and the manufacturing side and watching them do it. Like I think when they can make those things themselves and they water jet the things and they're you know, making all these custom parts, that's the stuff that fascinates me. I really like watching all that stuff. So, and being a car guy and a mechanic. So yeah, if you're into that sort of thing, give it a go guys. It's a really good show. Uh, this is the new season is season four. Um, the other previous seasons, they're all really good. Some of the cars they do are crazy. Um, but yeah, as you can imagine, America, it's very muscle car, hot rods, all those sort of things, which sometimes they do a really good job. Sometimes it's like, oh yeah, it's okay, but eh, not my taste. So, But anyway, give it a go, guys. Really good show. Um, yeah. Oh, see, I always do this. Um. I should have said what I did this weekend, but this weekend was pretty quiet, guys. Didn't really do much, so don't really need to go into uh, into that. But yeah, um, so Monday. Hope you all have a good week. Hope you had a good weekend. Um, if you enjoy the show, reach out, let me know, follow, subscribe, and share if there's something you liked in it. Um, like to really start trying to pump it. Um, numbers have been a bit down on the old listens, so. Anybody that uh, listens, really appreciate it. So thanks for listening, guys. Uh, Have a good week. Enjoy yourselves. And yeah, just be a good bloody human being. Thanks, guys.